Hello and welcome back everybody to the Train of Ambivalence. Good morning, it's good to be back. It is good to be back and we are more consistent than ever. Yeah, Only we're like just one month apart. It's one month really, apart. really, really good going. We are doing so well for ourselves, that is such bad, I think, bad I think we, I think we should just like take a moment just to pass off some of the back. Well done, ow. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so how, how have you been? I have been okay, just, uh, just... Playing some games and watching some TV and films, just like we we discuss on the podcast. How about you? Pretty much saying really absolutely nothing has changed in the, like, the past month, which is probably why we keep things more spaced apart. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll just like wing it and see how this one goes. Well, you know, we are we are doing this to try and be more consistent. We wanna we wanna really reach out to the fans. All one, two, three of you. Yeah. One in America. One in Australia. And one Doug. I maintain it's just the same person using a VPN to make us feel better. That would be great. I mean, if you could all do that and inflate our egos, that would be fantastic. I mean, like, what if it was just, like, your mum and she just learned how to use a VPN and she's like, <laughs> oh, I'll, 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 like, I'll pretend I'm in America and I'll listen to the podcast and I'd say it would be really happy. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest, but I don't think I don't think they'd ever learn how to use a VPN. But that's what she wants you to think. Yeah, probably. She's like, oh, hi, how do I turn on this very, very easy feature on my phone? Yeah, she's just totally just feeling ignorant. So she's like a computer master. Anyway, like, what should, what should we hit off on today? So uh, we wanted to talk about the... Well, we wanted to do this episode as kind of like a reflection of the Mahiro Academia film, but we thought because that film was like... It's, you know, it's reasonably short in terms of film standards. So mm-hmm. we thought, well, let's do a comparison between two Mahiro Academia films. Yeah, cool. So we wanted to make that the big chunk of the episode. Uh, in terms of like the, the roundup, like we normally do in, in films and TV... Uh, is there anything that you want to talk about? And like, what have you been playing recently? You know, you you've I've finally finished off Dragon Quest. Like, since starting in November, I've been playing it on and off for such a long time. Yeah. But like, hundred thirty four hours in, I finally finished the final, 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 final boss. Is it um, one of those that you beat the boss and then the game ends, or is it well, you can carry on? You beat the main boss, but then there's like a bunch of other post game stuff, which is quite meaty. Yeah. And there's a fair bit, so like. You are left with quite a lot of stuff today. I mean, like you mm. can like go around looking for the extra costumes for your characters to wear. Mm. You can go around smithing some of the best weapons. You can go around doing the extra little side quests, and then you've got all the stuff in um, other bits. I don't want to spoil for you because <laughs> you've only just started the game a few weeks ago. Yeah, last week or something was it? Yeah. So basically, you finished the demo on Tuesday. Mm. I ordered it at 10pm that night, and I started playing the main game on Wednesday. Fantastic. So yeah, I'm about 13 hours in, not yeah. not too far in, but yeah, I can imagine it's going to be a bit of a time sink. I'm having a real good time of it. That's really good, I'm glad you're enjoying it, because I honestly actually loved playing that game so much, mm. like, I'd really underestimated how much I'd enjoy this game, and to be fair, the reviews for it were pretty amazing, but yeah. it's just so immersive, and like... The modern conveniences of the game as well. Yeah, definitely. They really make like the RPG kind of a lot more. I want to say accessible. Accessible, yes, hmm. a way better word for it. Yeah. So yeah, loved it. I I really can't wait till the next Dragon Quest will come out, and it's probably gonna be a few years. But eh, I'll probably play like like at least the Draconian quests, make ramp up the difficulty or something, and see how it goes from there. Why don't you play the 3DS ones? Yeah, I've downloaded them all, so yeah. I'm probably just going to work my way through the series and start off with, like, Dragon Quest 1 and 2 and... They're on the Switch. Dragon Warrior and, yeah. They're on the Switch, maybe yeah. well. Yeah, I'm not sure if I like the art style of the ones on the Switch. The phone games look horrible. Yeah, yeah. and that's what they're lifted from, basically, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they're phone games. So I'm not sure if I actually could get into that, to be honest. I'm, I could yeah. give it a try, but then I'll have to 
pay for it. I'm a cheap bastard. <laughs> it's like three pounds. <laughs> yeah. There's um the the original because I've got like the the Dragon Warrior one and two ROM, mm-hmm. which is which is the Game Boy game. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it's a Game Boy. Game. It looks like Pokemon Red. Yeah. So and... I've got the exact same thing, but I've like ported it onto the 3DS. The yeah. Oh, 3DS. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, side note, I think I've sent you all the CIAs for that. You did, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm put it on the 3DS, so it's, I've got it there for portability's mm. sake. So I'm probably just going to play it on the 3DS, to be honest. That makes sense, to be fair. I mean, I, I that's the only reason when I've started playing Final Fantasy VI, because mm. I was like, I finally have it on 3DS. I have an hour every day at work where I need to kill. Mm. So I'll quickly... What I've now started doing is I rush through my lunch as fast as I can, then I'll just go into the quiet area and play Final Fantasy VI <laughs> for the rest of the hour. Uh, and yeah, it's been great. But like, you realize when you're multitasking RPGs, you start to get really wrapped up in it. Because I was playing is what Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy and some of Persona. Mm. It's it's getting it's getting over out of hand. How 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 are you doing in Persona? It's not very far to be fair. Because no. it's one. Of, it's another one of those games that you kind of have to. It dictates when you are able to save. Yeah. Like all RPGs, but the problem with having it on the PS4 is like the Switch you can put on sleep, the 3DS you can put on sleep. You cannot put the PS4 on sleep. That's a, that's a shame, isn't it? Yeah. I, I'd love it if it, Persona came out onto the Switch. Well, they, be, they, they be should fantastic. be able to do it yeah. because it's a PS3 game. I mean, like, I'm hoping that's what they're leading to with Joker and Smash, of course. Yeah, because it's a bit weird, isn't it? That, I mean, then again, they're doing the same thing with Banjo because Banjo is not going to be in any games on the fr- Switch. Probably not. It's Xbox. Xbox now, isn't it? Yeah, Microsoft. Uh, fuck. Anyway, so <laughs> we're going to talk about the My Hero movies, aren't we? Yes, so let's talk about the My Hero movie, both of which have the the title Hero in the title. Yeah, uh, Heroes Rising and then Two Heroes, isn't it? For fuck's sake. Well, the two that. Heroes first and then My Hero Rising. Is it? Which one's which? It's, it's Two Heroes and then... And Heroes, Heroes Rising. Rising. Was it Rising Heroes? It's Heroes Rising, Heroes I think. Rising. It's a, I thought it was a really shit name. Because it is a shit name, but it makes sense because it's like they're the heroes and because... They're rising to the task. They're rising to the task because there are no other heroes there, yeah. basically. That's, that's what the whole premise of the film is. Oh yeah, spoilers for the film. We're going to go into spoilers for the for the My Hero film, which is out right now in cinemas. So if you're, if you're the one fan who, listening who wants to go see the film still... Uh, I mean, I don't want to say don't listen. Well, you've already given us the play, yeah. so so by this point, anything's just, just, a bonus. Just put us on mute and yeah. then just like let play through so it can at least get like a. Hit. <laughs> but, anyway, but yeah, I like. I'll just say like out there, like I enjoyed the film. Yeah. Like it's it's an it's let's face it, it's basically an anime film. So like, it's not gonna. It wasn't gonna be canon. And if you it wasn't think about, be great either. It wasn't gonna be great either. But the fact is, it's got us like start off at the same point. It basically leaves off mm. at the end of the... At, well, yeah, it's got to start off and leave off at the same point, basically. They so, have to do a sitcom with it, basically. Yeah. Where it's like it, everything needs to return to normalcy. Essentially, yeah. So, like, bearing that in mind, I still feel it's quite an enjoyable film to watch. So, Some of it was a, bit, a little bit weird, but yeah. I, like, tapered my expectations going into it because, generally speaking, anime films, they're not... They're, they're less movies and more extended episodes. Oh, yeah. That's what it always felt like to me. Like, this film could be a four-episode arc. Yeah. That's, oh, easy. That's, that's, that's what these films are to me. Uh, so, I always tip on my expectations going into anime films. I, I do it whenever I watch the Dragon Ball film as well. It's just like, this isn't going to be a film film. It's not yeah. like a cinematic occasion. But just sit back and enjoy it. So that's what I do. And... Uh, 
I think I, I enjoyed it too. I enjoyed both of them, to be fair. I think they're both pretty good. Mm. But uh, so let's do like a, a review of the new one first. Okay. And then maybe the previous one. Cause I only, so what I did is basically we went to go see it on the Thursday and then I watched the first one on the, sun, on the Saturday just so we could do this podcast. Mm. So uh, what did you think? So where did they start off in the film? They've got, they're, they're on an island. Yeah, so, well, it starts off with them getting um, the heroes doing an ambush on, like, the the, the League of Villains group, because they're, like, hauling some fucking weird shit. Yeah. Across, like, a border or something. Something weird like that. But, yeah, they're starting off on the island, because they're basically protecting it after a hero basically retires. Mm. And I thought that was made for some enjoyable scenes. It was nice to see them kind of group together and work together and use their quirks quite... Uh, efficiently and actually like look after people and people showing their appreciation for them appreciation for them so it's like it's quite sweet mm. and it's nice to see them like do that kind of daily daily kind of like hero things and there were some really kind of cringe and <laughs> moments but hey, <laughs> which ones like, were those off the top of my head I can't I think it's, it's just like a lot of the situations with the boy and the boy and the smaller boy and the girl yeah like they're just like ugh <laughs> it's an anime film so they probably won't die but, yeah but yeah it's well, so I like, I don't like. So there was this, the film starts off. They're doing tasks around the island for the residents, and they're basically like heroes. Not only so the heroes, they aren't they aren't just saving people. They're also slaves. Yeah. Basically, is what it was. What I got the impression because they're not getting paid. It, it doesn't seem like they're getting paid. They were given loads of nice food at one point. But yeah, but you still have to feed paid. your slaves. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, to keep them alive. Yeah, that was a bit weird. I never actually picked up on that, to be honest. Yeah, because that's all they I did. I was too right? caught up on the, like, the fun, good times of them <laughs> saving people and, and helping I, the village. And I pick up on the terrible undercurrent. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're doing the tasks, and then uh, all of a sudden the island is being ambushed by another group of villains. So not the League of Villains, but it's a, another group of villains because it turns out that their leader is in cahoots with Shigaraki and he basically had some sort of surgery to make him like all for one. Yeah, essentially like stockpiling quirks. Other people's quirks. So, um, at a limit of 10 per time. <laughs> and he can, he can only use nine of them, but he somehow like can stockpile 10. Yeah, but, without uh, getting sick. Yeah, but the, the thing is about um, that this movie is, is touching on stuff that's like literally just coming out in the manga. Is it? It is. So I felt it was a little bit weird. You know, I read people say that online, not so much. I've read people say they're like, I, oh, they set this film way too far in advance of the anime. Yeah, they really have. Because I was like, and what are you talking about? Because I didn't notice. It's only when you guys said afterwards, you're like, and it's only, the only thing that threw me off, I was like, hey, where did Deku get those things for his hands where he can shoot the yeah. discs of air? Yeah. Because that's literally in, like, the episode before that movie came out in the UK. Yeah, that he starts doing it with his fingers. Yeah. But I was like, oh, where did he get the gadget? Mm. But then I realised, I was like, oh, it must be set a bit in advance. I didn't realise yeah. it was that far in advance. But put it this way, like, this movie came out in Japan, like, last year. Did it? Yeah, like, late, really late last year. Huh. I believe. So. I'm, I'm sure it is, yeah. So this makes even less sense to Japanese fans, to be honest. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so it's it's a bit of a strange one in in like in terms of like marketing and well not marketing in, in terms of just like pure story, mm. it it was a bit like what the fuck was this shit coming from, <laughs> but it still didn't make it any less enjoyable. And so I feel like it might just it, 
if for like the casual like the someone who's just watching the anime and mm. it's probably just gonna like lead off into things like you'd be like oh yeah I've noticed that from that I know this from that yeah because so. I didn't think about it too much it's only when you guys pointed it out to me you're like oh that's from the manga I was like is it yeah and then I went oh yeah wait where did he get that like so literally several arcs into the like past the fucking um, anime the fucking. The high school dance arc, which is what they're on right now. Yeah, yeah the high school dance arc, <laughs> which I'm currently one episode behind. <laughs> uh, how, are you, how are you dealing with the latest uh, high school dance arc? The high school dance arc, I felt like we were due a high school dance arc after how good the sh- uh, the the overhaul arc was. Yeah. So I'm not surprised we got a high school dance arc. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, after all, it is a high school. It's, it's like half of the title. It's, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I mean, to be honest, the... They are due to have, like, a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, give, give them a break, uh, I give, guess. Give these kids a break. They're I, only just still in their first year. I'm not feeling the le- the, the villain as much. Oh, um... Gentleman. Yeah, Gentle. Whatever his name is, Gentle, yeah. I think his name is Gentle. And Love... Yeah. Love... Love, 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 You should be a little bit wary of any villain that wanders around with a child. Yeah, it's pretty weird, isn't it? Yeah. Is she a child? Yeah, she's a child. I thought she just a really short lady. No, she's, uh, she's a child. That's even weirder. Yeah, it's weird. And so, back to the film. So then the villains attack because the main villain who's stealing quirks wants to take the quirk of this specific boy because, as it turns out, his dad has a quirk where he can re- he can accelerate the healing of cells, but only for a type A yes. blood. Yeah. And that's useless because, I mean, I'm learning this, apparently type A blood isn't common. Yeah, it's not. It's not? No. Okay, so type A blood isn't common, whereas this kid has to, he can do it, but with type B blood, yeah. which apparently is way more common, or yeah. at least the villain so has he's that. literally just hunting this child. Yeah, he's just hunting a child for the entire film, and he's trying to get, like, a wolf man and a lady with red hair who's got, who's, like, shoots spikes from her hair, and uh, the mummy guy. a mummy guy who was basically just, like, the mummy guy from the League of Villains, but not as good. Yeah, but, and to be honest, he gets owned very quickly. Very quickly. It's always, it's always a mummy guy who's the first one to yeah, go down. Yeah, he gets, like, destroyed very quickly. Mm. And to be fair, I think, like, the very big guy, the wolf guy. Yeah. I think he would have been a better villain, to be honest. The, fo- the, the wolf He was, he the was wolf cooler. Man. He had some weird, like, chimera, like, shit going on. He seemed more imposing. He, like, had a cigar in his mouth and just lit it with his flame breath, which was quite cool. <laughs> and he was telling him imposing for, like, no reason whatsoever. He's a kind of villain to teach the kids the word cunt. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He'd be like, <laughs> he, I, I'm the badass kind of thing. Yeah. He, uh... And, like, it was, it was nice, though, because, like... With them fighting basically what turns out to be three villains, because one of them is just totally shit and gets owned very quickly. Yeah. You pretty much see all the kids, all like, the kids fighting. use their I did powers. like that they split everyone up. Yeah. And it was like, you know, you got the teams of four and five here yeah. and there all working together. It was cool. Yeah. It meant that everyone gets a bit of time in the spotlight. Yeah. Like, when has Tokoyami ever got a time in the spotlight? When he, him and he's using Dark Shadow yeah. in the in the underground, and you're like, this is actually really cool. Yeah, it was really cool that they let him go nuts again. Yeah. Probably not cool for him, it's probably really dramatic, <laughs> but like, it was quite cool to see him go nuts again until he owns someone. Yeah, and then so like, you've got the fights, uh, Tokiyami and Ashido versus the red-haired lady in mm-hmm. the underground. Yeah. And then Todoroki, uh, Froppy, uh, Karishima, and one more I think are fighting the Wolfman. I think Lida was as well. Yeah, and Lida. Yeah. And then uh, and then the rest of them are fighting the main guy. They're just yeah. trying to hold him off, basically, mm-hmm. while they're, they're holed up. So basically, it's like tower defense. 
Pretty much. They had the child in, in the tower, and all of them were just trying to delay this fucker from getting us, like, Takiyama shoots a massive laser at him. Yeah. And, yeah, Araraka... Uh, 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 Tries to do shit to him and she makes herself sick and yeah, it's all good. So uh, let's go straight to the ending of the film. So everyone wins except for against the main guy. Mm. And then the main guy is basically just continuing his assault on the castle. And you've got only the ones left are Deku and Bakugo. Yeah. So now let's get to the contentious part of the film. Mm -hmm. What did you think of the ending? It was weird. It's fucking strange, wasn't it? Yeah, it didn't make much sense. It made no sense. It was it, it, really it was, hard to follow. It was visually cool to look at. <laughs> yeah, it was very hard to follow, though. I was like, where are my eyes taking me on this one? I got on feet. Yeah. So, yeah, what happens is that um, Deku basically shares his power with Bakugo. Bakugo. Yeah, he basically, they basically shares all for one. You basically have two awful mm. ones going against... Not all for one. One for all. One for all, sorry. <laughs> two one for alls fighting against the villain. <laughs> so it made some for some really impressive kind of visuals. Uh, they the, kind of looked the, Super the, Saiyan. The, yeah, the, the, yeah, they did. Bakuyo especially. Bakuyo looked like he went Super Saiyan. It, it, he really does. But um, it made some, some really impressive, impressive visuals and it didn't make much sense logically. <laughs> but f- <laughs> fuck it. So they team up, both using one for all. Uh, Bakugo obviously still got his blowing up power, uh, and they're fighting against the villain, and they lose at first. And then the typical thing: then the little kid makes a stand, and his sister makes a stand, and then they come back, and then they're fighting the villain, and they manage to win because yeah. they work together with the power of teamwork. Yeah. But then they both get knocked out. Yeah. But I like the bit where they, you had. Uh, because they, they, they originally lose to him in the first half of the film yeah. because the villain has this lightning ability, lightning quirk, and he electrocutes them. Yeah. And then the kid has to regenerate both of them. Yeah. Uh, and then for when that was happening in the final battle, they used, uh, what's it, Kaminari? Kaminari? Oh, yeah. As the lightning rod. That was quite funny. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's just like a useless, useless yeah, idiot as a, a lightning rod. <laughs> it was so harsh, but it was funny, and it worked. <laughs> yeah, and it works, and um, yeah, that's how they ended up winning. They basically just beat the shit out of them. Yeah, it was, it was a purely enjoyable film. It made little to no sense. <laughs> it made point. so little sense. It was all pretty easy to follow until the very last bit of it, which made no sense. And I was like, what is this? I mean, to be fair, it's not going to, like, this film's not going to stop me watching another My Hero film when they they inevitably do come out of it. Yeah. It's just... (sighs) (laughs) I think, to be honest, though, like, being in the UK, we probably appreciate these films a lot more than, like, what Japan Japan does. Because it's very rare that we get, like, Hmm. an anime film over in the UK. They've only started, like... Recently, haven't yeah. they, in the last few so, years. So, like, we probably appreciate them a lot more. And, like, for us to go see these films, it's, like, a really big thing for us. Yeah, because for us, it's it's almost like we get to entertain our hidden interests in public. Yeah, like, it, it's a big change from sitting, like, holed up in your bedroom, watching anime in the dark. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. And you've got other people in the cinema yeah. who also share that interest. And you're like, oh, man, there are other people who like this niche thing, which... Like, like, oh. a lot of people like anime, but it's still a bit of a niche. Yeah. And oh my god, these people smell. And oh my god, these people smell. I'm glad we were, like, pretty isolated this time. Yeah, to be yeah to be fair, not many people in the same movie as us, were they? No, not no. that many. But we did go, like, Broly went on a Friday night, but this time we went that in the middle packed. of the week. Yeah. Because yeah. they only did two showings of it or some mm-hmm. shit, so we had to. But this one, they were just showing it throughout the whole two weeks or whatever. Yeah. 
So how do you think it compared to the first movie then? So plots. So let's talk about the very, very, very end of the film. Okay. So you've got basically the, the your typical. So this is the reason why it's like this leaves a sour taste in my mouth a little bit. It's the same as with Revival F. If they do that plot convenience bullshit anime thing mm. where uh, All Might is holding Deku and he's like, oh, you know, you're so brave, you gave up uh, all, one for all. And then uh, and then they were just like, oh, the transfer of one for all didn't happen because something, something, something plot convenience anime bullshit. And uh, it was like, yeah, Bakugo doesn't remember a thing either. What? Yeah, that was really strange. <laughs> what? Was any of that? Uh, yeah, it's like, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, it is what the point, but it's what you were saying. is they have to return to normalcy. Yeah, they do. They have to make their way back to it, even if it's the most ridiculous roundabout kind of explanation. Do you know what it is? It's the explanation, which is more of a piss take than the actual act of it happening, if that yeah. makes sense. Do you think this would have worked better as a purely filler arc, or do you think mm. better as a movie? I think better is a movie, because I think that the villains don't have the appeal to last an entire arc. No. So I mean, they could they could have made it a lot more. They could have, like, maybe, given a lot more. Maybe the villains don't have the appeal because they didn't have enough time to develop that appeal. Yeah. Whereas, like, fucking Gentleman has been given so much screen time recently, and mm-hmm. I still don't really care. True. But... I mean, anything can, like, in comparison to last arcs, like I said in my previous episode, it's going to be really anticlimactic. Yeah, exactly. The overall arc was so good that it's understandably uh, a step down. Yeah. But, you know, you just got to keep faith that it picks up again. Yeah, true. And... No, if it doesn't, we're probably still going to end up watching it. Yeah, even if it doesn't, we're still going to end up watching it. Yeah. I think uh, the movie was pretty good, though. I think it was great for, for what it is, an anime film... Which is based on a, you know, because they make these films because the the property is very popular at this point in time. Mm. That's the only reason they do it. So like, fuck it, we need to capitalize on this and make yeah. a, make a film so we can get more money. Mm. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about the first one. So how do you actually remember what happens? Dude, I barely know what I had to eat for dinner last night. So, <laughs> so I'll try and do the plot summary for this. So. Uh, it starts off Deku and All Might are going to like a science convention. The hero, the hero convention. There's a hero convention. It's like a science world where all the scientists live on one like pl- island. Yeah. It's science island. Recipe for disaster. Yeah. It's basically Jurassic Park but with scientists. Yeah. And all the experiments and shit all get conducted on that specific island mm-hmm. and and the person who in, who ended up inviting them was... The person who, like, is in America, funny enough, and it's All Might's previous friend, because he wasn't a sidekick. No, he just used to build his costumes. To, like, basically, when All Might was in America, he was working alongside this, like, scientist guy. Yeah. And, yeah, so he basically goes to visit the scientist guy at the Hero Convention, which is situated on the science island. <laughs> basically, yeah. And so. Even though he didn't um, know he was coming. So Deku gets there to, uh, with All Might. All Might's there to surprise his friend. And it turns out that half the class are there, coincidentally, <laughs> to work I, at the island I was during the convention. Hilarious. So, yeah. so Deku and All Might get there, and the scientist guy, who's All Might's friend, his daughter Maria. Yeah, something she, like that. It's Maria. Yeah, they had English names. They had English like, names. The scientist was. I swear, he's called Dave. It was Dave. Dave. Dave is the scientist. Yeah, because it's just really, it's just really weird at the beginning. He's like, "Thanks, Dave." Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we're so used to like really Japanese impactful uh, superhero names for someone to just be called Dave. <laughs> 
But anyway. <laughs> so, what was her name? Um, Fanny Sartre Maria or something like that. It must have been. I can't remember. I might look it up quickly. Uh, but basically, she has invited All Might because she was like, oh, you need to see my dad's got this uh, presentation. He's being awarded. This guy was like a Nobel Prize winner. And then Dave's like surprised to see him. And All Might can't hold his All Might form. And he's obviously, because the film is Dave, set before Dave, he... Dave, for some reason, knows about this. Yeah, because he was probably because his friend was with him back yeah. in the day. Uh, All Might is still at this point because the film is set before that point in the anime where he fights one for all, all for one, uh, he's still undercover as his big identity, as his strong identity. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Deku and the girl go around the island and it just turns out that all the rest of the class are there and plot convenience, obviously. Well, the ones that matter. The ones that matter. Yeah. So anyway. So no Sarah in the table. <laughs> so no... Sarah was there. Was he? he? He was there. He was eating. He was just like a complete background character. He, oh, yeah. He was there at one scene eating in the... In the in oh, the yeah. He's, he's purely there as a visitor. He's not there working. Basically. So then they go into all that filler bit where they're just like, oh, this is what I'm doing on the island. This is what I'm doing on the island. And then they, they finish off by the main chunk of the film being this, like, science presentation mm-hmm. where... It's like a ball yeah. for the scientists where the... Where, where like, the villains attack mm-hmm. and start to hold hostage all of the people at the convention, and including All Might. Yeah. And then the kids, they, they were late, and that's why they found everyone, like, tied up in shit. Yeah. And basically, the scientists are trying to steal a quack enhancing machine. Yeah, and which was basically made by the scientist guy specifically for All Might because he knew All Might's quirk was dying. Yeah, and he's like, if I amplify it, then I'll be able to keep him going because he's a symbol of peace. Yada yeah. yada yada. As it turns out, the scientist guy was behind the whole thing because he 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 staged the hostage situation so he could steal back his uh, uh, equipment. Basically. Yeah, invention. Because it was seized, because it, if it fell into the wrong hands, it would be dangerous. As it turns out, then the villains turn out to be real villains. Yeah. And the guy uses the power, the, the equipment to increase his own power, which is like bending metal or some shit. Yeah, like, something like that. Yeah. And he ends up being the main villain. And then Deku and All Might team up and fight him. The, you know, plot. So my hammed up plot summary aside... There's not a lot to this film in retrospect. Um, if I think I feel like I probably enjoyed that film more. I'm not sure. I, I, I'm not sure if it's just because the state of mind I was in when I was watching that film. Yeah. But I think I enjoyed that film more. It's a little bit. I think I probably saw it like back in November or some shit. It's not Maria. It's Melissa. Yeah, same thing. Melissa. That's it. I watched it like last week. We should have just called it Becky. Becky. <laughs> Becky with a blonde hair. But anyway, she has, does have blonde hair, though, doesn't she? She does have blonde hair, and she's, like, a scientific genius or some yeah, shit. Yeah. But she's also quite close, like, Deku. Oh, yeah, she's quite close, isn't she? Yeah. I forgot about her. And then they kind of, like, play up the romance between them, but not yeah. really. Yeah. I don't know. They're probably just <laughs> grasping at straws there. Mm. But, yeah, it was, it was a purely enjoyable film. There's nothing, like, wrong with that film either, to be honest. Mm. Like, I, you're not going to go out and watch it again. <laughs> I like but. to think that a, a common criticism of this podcast is we're not critical enough of things. Oh, and, no. like, we're not, we're just too not, we're too nice. We're not mean enough. Because I don't really care about a lot of things, to be honest. Yeah, neither do I. Like, if something happens to me, like, something bad, I'm just like, 
Uh, uh, again. <laughs> but I think with uh, My Hero specifically, it's one of those you adjust your expectations mm. going in and you think to yourself, eh, yeah. you know. But, just, but how, like, how do you think it actually compared to the second film? Uh, I think the second film did better in giving everyone a time to shine kind of thing. Yeah. Because I think that's that's one of the big things about My Hero is that there are so many of them yeah. that they all have to have individual that, arcs. That, ca- that class needs to be, like, cut. <laughs> yeah, basically. That class needs to be cut in half. Oh, no. Coda died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a, like a nuclear explosion kills half of the class. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> no, I think, like, Coda dies, or, like... I don't know, Mignetta got, like, thrown in prison. It'd be great if uh, the only person... They, they all died, and the only one left was Mignetta. And it was, oh, like, Mignetta, Hero Academia. My Hero of Mignetta. <laughs> oh, God. He becomes the main hero of the world. His power is, like, uncomfortable to look at, man. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts bleeding from his head. Oh, no. Sarah died by autoerotic <laughs> asphyxiation. Turns out he was using his quirk for things... <laughs> He was using his that own Mignetta tape. taught him. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, what else should we talk about? So, yeah, that is our review in air quotes for the My Hero films. You can't uh, really tell, like, how long we've been talking about these two films. I think we we said this before. Neither of us can read how bars translate to time. Yeah. This interface, we have actually no idea how it works. Well, seemingly, it's like every couple of seconds a bar goes up. One, two, three, four. No, it's four beats to a bar, isn't it? Ah. So, <laughs> wait a so That still means nothing. That still means nothing, but I can now tell what that's basically trying to say. So, what else do we have to talk about in terms of like, films and stuff? Is there, so, what are you planning on seeing? Because I'm hearing some really good things about Invisible Man. I've seen, heard some really good things about Invisible Man. Yes. It's not particularly the kind of film that I'd see. Because you're scared of horror films. I'm, I'm scared of everything. Yes. You're saying so. You're so. Let's explore that. So why are you? Do you not like horror films? I just don't like horror films. Do you just? Is it? I watched Silent Hill when I was like, young. Uh, yeah. I didn't like. Didn't really. Did not enjoy that. But have you played Silent Hill? I don't want to. <laughs> that's weird though, because like I really enjoyed Resident Evil Four. That's like a horror film. The horror game. Yeah, but it's more an action game. Yeah. It's like I don't. I mean, the the residents in the village aren't as scary as the zombies in the first two free games. What's the first two games? Free games, yeah. But, what did you say, sorry? <laughs> I kind of a second. I said the, in terms of Resident Evil 4 isn't as scary as the first three. Because yeah, they're not zombies, right. they're people. Yeah. They're just a cult. Yeah, anyway, and people can be scary. People can be scary, but zombies tend to free, and like the dog things, and the, the, the there's like the monster variation in one and two are fucking terrifying. Huge, yeah. And, and the giant spider. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, like, I enjoyed actually, because I've played those games, like, one, two, and three, and, like, I've really enjoyed, like, the story behind it, and, like, just, mm. like, massacring these weird mutants. <laughs> so, like... I'm excited for three. That is going to be got two. Good. I've got two make, and I, wanna, I can't wait for three make. But apparently, uh, I just read somewhere online, apparently even uh, when you're in safe rooms, Nemesis can still get you. That's not fair. <laughs> That's not safe. Yeah, it's like, what's the point in having a safe room? Never safe rooms. Never safe. But it's like, we have a Terminator chasing after you throughout the whole thing. And you know how when 2 came out and everybody was doing clip shows of, of Mr. X? Mr. X. Chasing you. Yeah. 
I can imagine this is gonna get times a hundred with Nemesis. Yeah, he he looks like a far angrier version. Yeah, he is, yeah. I guess it's just like he he chases you throughout the whole game. Mm. He follows you between doors and screens. Yeah, and then there's that weird moment where he talks, and you're like, oh shit. All he says is stars. Isn't yeah. It? Stars. Yeah. But he says it really menacingly. <laughs> but so. uh, that's coming out next this month. Next month. Next month, I think. I think. Well, I already ordered my Final Fantasy VII uh, pre-order. Noise comes with. Uh, uh, I, th- I thought you were gonna wait till they come down in price. Nah, I was just thinking because I saw it. Uh, it was like forty five pounds, but you also get a, a. Basically, I bought it because you also get like a holder which is um, Cloud Sephiroth. Oh, that's cool. And I was like, I just want the extra ship, basically. That's really good. As well, I might just Google this and have a look at it. Final Fantasy. Fantasy. It was from shop2.com and I was like, yo, I'm buying that just because it's 50 on Amazon anyway. So may as well just buy buy it with the gift. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. So I'm going to get it on uh, delivery day. Also, may as well, isn't it? It's Final Fantasy VII. It's a game that means a lot, so fuck it. Oh, that's really sweet. Hmm. It's like a little badge thing. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, a holder, I think is what it's... Receive a Final Fantasy acrylic stand. Oh, that's really cool. Hmm. That's really sweet. It is, isn't it? And, like, I've got to say, like, this game looks visually amazing. Yeah, I know. Square Enix, in terms of graphics, like, Kingdom Hearts 3 was beautiful. And I think Final Fantasy VII is going to look as good. Yeah, People, good. So the demo actually came out a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was saying I'm not going to play it. Why because not? I want to play it for the first time when I have the actual game. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, there's nothing worse than finishing a demo Basically. too early and then being like, Waiting. fuck. Yeah, because that's what I did with Dragon Quest. I did not think I'd get through like a thirteen-hour demo so that like quickly. Yeah, basically, and I mean that was pretty genius because this is only twenty minutes, but the Dragon Quest one was pretty genius because you play the demo and you're ten hours in and you're basically like, I kind of have to buy the game now because I'm so invested. Mm. They get you really hooked. Yeah, because you get pretty far in. Yeah, you do. Dragon like. Dragon the Dragon Quest like developers really played that one. <laughs> mm, they really they played out all of us. Yeah. They played all of us. Like fuck. But the, how we we need to get it. the Nintendo people on our sides. I know what to do. That was so worth it though. We yeah, it really it. was. But uh, seven seven's gonna come out in next month, mm-hmm. so we'll be interesting to see how that goes. Are you gonna get Animal Crossing? I'm actually thinking about it. I think I'm gonna play a bit more of New Leaf and then take from there. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's a game I could just like play, put down, play, put down. Oh, I want to do something relaxing. Let's play some Animal Crossing. Mm. Let's like develop my little island <laughs> where I'm king. But yeah, I think I'm, it's probably a concept I can very much get behind. Yeah. It looks adorable. It looks nice. Calming music. I think this has got such a big following. Mm. I was like, there must be a massive appeal to it in terms yeah. of just. Because everyone says it's like, it's just really relaxing. Oh, yeah. I think that's definitely something I could go for. Are you. Because did you not find that with like Stardew Valley? Uh, I couldn't get into Stardew Valley, to be honest. No? I'm crossing Switch. I might just have a look how much it costs on uh, Game Collection. Uh, is that is that um, Animal Crossing? Yeah. be interesting, because that's coming out Cause It's going to be like soon. 40 quid, isn't it? Yeah, which isn't too bad. Triple A Nintendo game. Oh, you're going to exclusive Isabel pin when you get it. <laughs> I mean, you could walk around and display that badge. <laughs> That's adorable. You walk around town that day is displaying she even, the badge. Is she even in that game, though? I think so. Isn't she a... Okay, I've not played any of these games. Is she a key part of the she, series? She's like a key part in the New Leaf, because uh, she's basically... 
<laughs> she's basically running the town, basically. You're, you're, you're the mayor, but she's basically, like... She's... You're, just, you're just a puppet. <laughs> she's basically doing everything for you. Oh, okay. So when she was in Smash, was it like, oh, what the fuck? I think she was quite a unique addition to Smash because uh, just her moveset was brilliant. Yeah, her moveset is really cool. But I, she... I saw this thing where someone did, like, a Doom slash... Um... <laughs> I've seen so many of these uh, people... Doing Isabel in really menacing scenarios. Yeah, she's she's very like, common for Doom, especially. Yeah, she yeah she's done like the Doom and um, Animal Crossing crossover, and she's like really having a good time killing people. It's because Doom Eternal's coming out. Oh yeah, it is. That's Doom Eternal's coming out so soon after Animal Crossing, so I'm probably gonna get that at some point. Yeah, it'll drop down sooner or later. Nice, but so yeah, I really enjoyed twenty sixteen Doom. Oh yeah. It's uh, is it know. is it quite a long game? Is it quite a short game? It's not that long. Oh. So shooting campaigns, the games, these games, the shooting games nowadays, they're barely, they're not designed for the campaign to last very long. They're designed for the campaign to kind of get you in the mood so that when you play online, mm. you you're competent. I ain't a big online player. I'm I'm not big online. I'm not big online. I'm not big when it comes to like first person shooters. But I like Doom because the world is crazy. Yeah, I mean it's it's probably why I like RPGs so much because like yeah. very rarely do they have like a multi yeah pl- unless you're playing an on- online thing yeah unless you're playing an online one which is specifically uh, uh, MMO mm. you're not going to be playing with other people we're very unsociable people oh no yeah I like to sit in the dark and watch like I said watch my anime in the yeah, dark but exactly I'd, and, but as I said I don't really like FPS's but Doom is quite the exception because mm. obviously it's the, the world is mental Oh yeah. Is the basically you're on Mars and they've opened up a portal Port, to hell yeah. and you're like, huh, I wanna I wanna give this a go. Yeah, I think I could this I think I like there's like a certain genre of horror games I definitely do I definitely do get into. Hmm. But like I just can't do horror movies. Yeah, because in the horror games you can do something about that like yeah. you're <laughs> in in the movies they're helpless whereas in games you normally have guns and stuff yeah, that you yeah. can fight back with yeah so like yeah I just can't be dealing with that shit <laughs> but like I don't know I think at some point I probably will end up getting a Resident Evil 4 on the Switch Resident Evil 4? but I'm just like what the point because I'm on the Wii and I've played it so many times as well and uh, everyone says the Wii version's like the best one isn't it? it was really fun I've got really fond memories of that game yeah like, literally just coming home from, like, school after year, in year eight, like, booting the Wii up, shooting some zombies, mm. getting the fucking, like, best guns in the game. Fucking it is, great. It is regarded as, like, one of the best games ever, isn't it? It's fucking great. Most people, most people love that game, so. Mm. Not surprising. I uh, haven't played too much Wii recently, actually. Have you? I have not, mm. to be honest. I've been, like, having like, a gaming drive spell, to be honest. Yeah, I've, I've just been playing mostly on the PlayStation. Mm. Uh... They got. I finally got quite a few different games for the PlayStation. So like as you can see there, I bought Bloodstained. Oh yeah. I bought the Street Fighter Anniversary Collection. Nice. Fuck it, may as well. Mm. Uh, it doesn't have. You're, you're really making the most of having a job and like, income now, aren't you? Getting like those games and shit. Yeah, really making the most of the income. Really making the most of uh, of having this hard drive for terabyte hard drive. It's like I'm going a little bit crazy. Uh, but what's really cool? So on the PS Plus. Uh, this month mm-hmm. they they put on two games that I was going to actually buy oh yeah which is really nice so they put on Shadow of the Colossus oh, and nice. uh, Sonic Forces and I was going to buy both of them because out of curiosity I wanted to play Sonic Forces yeah uh, and they were just like yeah free I was like fuck it that's free two, that's two months in a row now because yeah. the month before I was going to buy the Bioshock collection yeah. and like ten days later they announced it for PS Plus 
So I was like, cool, so I get it for free anyway. Oh, that's awesome. Mm. My luck is... I think they were coming under a fair amount of criticism recently because the games were subpar. You're, gonna, you're, you're drowning in games. Man. I, I really can... am drowning in games. I'll show you the PlayStation after. There's, there's not enough hours in the day to play all the games that you have. I don't... Do you know what it is? It's building a backlog. Yeah. It's just building a backlog. It's this whole kleptomania bullshit that we have. Yeah. It translates to everything. Mm. So very, very true. It I'm kind of really like, like that with books. I've got like a shit ton of books on my Kindle. Yeah. And there's so many I just need to read. There's so many you're never going to do, isn't it? And then I'm like, oh, this book sounds really cool. I'll add that to my collection. And then I'll read that <laughs> but after I get through all these other books I need to read as well. That's exactly what I do with games because obviously we're just sick people. <laughs> yeah, we, we have some sort of sickness. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's an addiction, really. Mm. But it doesn't help that PlayStation, like, for example, I bought... Uh, so I'm like, I, I got the first two... Two murder games for PS4 mm-hmm. because one was three pounds and the other was six pounds. God damn! They reduced the game so much that you feel like an idiot for not buying them. That's such a good selling tactic. That is a really good selling tactic. Yeah, because I was like, I'd be so stupid not to buy this. Yeah. It's like uh, so yesterday, Resident Evil four, five, and six for eleven pounds. So I was like, I mean, I'm gonna buy that, right? I'm like, you've got four, which is a great one, and then you've got five, which is All right. quite racist, and then <laughs> yeah, a little bit quite racist. Racist, yeah. And then you've got a six. I'm not sure what's, who you're killing in this one. I think six is a bad one, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I think six is the one people don't like, yeah. because they were saying seven was like the breath of, breath of fresh air. Was it? Oh, fair. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when you're in the cabin. When you're in the cabin and you well, say a cabin looks like a mansion more than anything else. Yeah, seven was like back to because you're, you're to like survival. in a swamp house, aren't you? Yeah, it's do you know what it, it's really uh, reminiscent of uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm. where some the scenes where you're like on the dinner table and stuff. I was like, ah, oh. but it's I bought that in town uh, not too long ago. I went to town with my friend Alex. Yeah, and it was like in CEX for ten pounds. So I was like, oh, cool, I'm buying this, by the way. She goes, okay, cool. And then she went and spent £30 or £40 in Debenhams on, like, a makeup thing. And I went, you just bought four Resident Evil 7s worth of makeup. How did you... <laughs> I started using Resident Evil 7 as a benchmark for money. I'm like, we just spent two Resident Evil 7s on lunch today. That's... <laughs> Think about that. Why, why would you play Resident Evil Biohazard in VR? Uh, because it's crazy. I don't want to have a panic attack in my own home. Oh, dude, I watched someone play. So, PlayStation came to advertise at my university. Oh, yeah. Uh, at one of our careers fairs, but it wasn't for a career. They just wanted people to buy PlayStations, and they had the VR headset there. Yeah. And I got my friend Michael to play Resident Evil 7 VR, and he's not a gamer, and he's also not somebody who's, like... He, he should be put in that very, position. He should, he's not somebody who should be put in that position. And I, the only reason I made Michael do it is because I wouldn't be able to handle it, and I knew what I was getting into. But no, my but poor Michael. <laughs> so I was like, hey, Michael, why don't you play this? And then I was watching on the TV screen what he was watching, and it's like that bit where the girl comes and she starts stabbing you and, like, just pops out of nowhere on the screen. And he was just like, oh, my. <laughs> Meanwhile, I, I was pissed at myself because I, I kind of knew I did this to him. I feel like, oh, my, is a very kind of... It's, uh, it's a subdued reaction. Yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, my, then, oh, dear God, what's happening? Yeah, essentially. It's like, what are you doing to me? Imagine if he, he looked down and he was actually stabbed. Oh, God. <laughs> There's a Gintama episode where they go, <laughs> they go into, like, a... Like a showcase for like a Wii kind of knockoff console, mm-hmm. and they're all basically doing VR. 
and then they take their goggles off and they basically like killed half the people <laughs> in the audience. <laughs> and the guy just slowly puts the goggles back on and goes back into the game. <laughs> so yeah, fucking great. That is, that's hilarious. I wanna, I do, I kind of want to buy VR at some point. I don't know. Not, you know, not when it's still in its early stages, but kind yeah. of... Uh, maybe in a few years' time. Yeah, maybe in a few years' time. I get... I, I start to feel uh, freaked out by not seeing my feet, though. That sounds really strange, doesn't it? If I don't see my legs, I get freaked out when I look down. <laughs> That's really weird. <laughs> so, when, we were, when those guys, as I just said, the PlayStation people were at uni... Um, there were two things that you could play, Resident Evil 7 or watch the, the theatre version of The Lion King in the West End. So I was like, okay, I'll choose The Lion King. And I put it on and the, you're basically the camera and the camera starts to pan up and up and up. And I was like, uh-uh, I'm not cool with this. That's not good for like... I don't like this at all. I can't see my feet. And then there's a, like, I was getting really, really disconcerting. Out. It was proper disconcerting. I was like, I don't like that I know there are people around me and I can't see them. Because I keep getting scared somebody's going to do something to me when I can't see and protect myself. Yeah. And I d- it's the whereas if I was doing VR in my house, I know no one else is there, hopefully. <laughs> Until, like, someone robs your house and yeah. you're, like... Basically, if someone robs your house, someone... Like, if you got attacked when, you're, when you've got a VR headset on, you're probably at your most vulnerable. Yeah, true. <laughs> like, you see robbers... Unless you're, the, unless you're in the Gintem episode where you're attacking everyone, so... <laughs> So you see, you see robbers profiling houses, saying, "Oh, I wonder if they keep the doors locked. I wonder if they if they're home at certain times." Or it's like, "I wonder if this guy's got PSVR." Because <laughs> you know that thing where people are like, "Oh, such and such is on a holiday. Now is a great time to rob the house." Yeah. And then like you look, go onto your PlayStation. I assume you can see what your friends are playing. Yeah. Oh, he's playing, <laughs> he's playing PSVR. He's playing PSVR. I'll go over and rob his house. Because <laughs> there's no way to tell. No, there's no way to tell. You, you're completely immersed in the experience. Yeah. I'm sure you can hear. You can't hear. No, you're hearing the game. Oh, fucking hell. You, you're hearing the game. That's exactly what I mean. You're, you're in the game. You can't hear anything. That's fucking strange. In real life. It is, it is kind of terrifying, but at the same time, I'm just curious. Mm. That's, that's like fucking terrifying, dude. Anyway, what else have you been watching? You've been seeing anything good? Watching anything good? The Fatty Rock's on TV at the moment, so just every so often I'll come What up. channel? Uh, it, there's a new channel called Sky Comedy, which okay. is 113. It's after Comedy oh, Central. dude. So all they show, and you're going to love it, all they show is Fatty Rock, Parks and Rec, basically our hard drives. Um, oh, mate, that's literally my hard drive. Seinfeld right is starting again. Um, it's, it's, yeah, it's pretty great. So what will often happen is uh, I'll just go sit down and put on that channel. It'll only be 30 Rock. I'll just chill for a bit and watch 30 Rock. Because I've literally stopped watching TV now because there's nothing I want to watch anymore. Yeah, exactly. If, if I want to watch anything, I just torrent it and then watch it on my computer without the fucking adverts. Well, it's, it's crazy. It's like almost... Terrestrial TV has become a novelty for our generation. Yeah. They're like, oh my god, I'm watching TV. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't even like have it on in the background anymore. It's just, yeah. Because like, my, t- my TV in my bedroom, hmm. I never watch TV on there. It's, just, it's just purely for games. <laughs> I, I watch Sometimes like, I occasionally might just cast something from my laptop onto there. Yeah. It's like Lynch. Lynch or Super Combat, Daily Show or some shit like that. Yeah. But I never actually watch a fucking TV show. I was about to say you, uh, but you you don't generally like that anyway, do you? That's not your. That doesn't fall under your taste as much. What? Like the standard terrestrial TV stuff. No, nothing like that. It's like I have to watch a lot of bullshit terrestrial TV when I'm at work. Yeah, because yeah. like 
when I'm at work, everyone's like, oh, there's this really good, cool, like, Dracula show on BBC. I'm like, yeah, cool, I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I always get these guys at work watching, uh, there's this program where people, it's basically repossession people. And they come and repossess, like, repo things. You can't pay takeaways? Yeah, you know yeah, can't we used to watch as a, We used to watch that as students. And basically, they're, they're always just like, oh, I can't wait to watch this. And I'm like, all it is is people getting their shit taken away. And then getting really angry and trying to fight the people. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Because <laughs> we used to watch that a lot, can't pay you takeaway. Yeah. And store chances. Yeah. Back when that was a big thing. <laughs> that was a... It wasn't a great show, but like we used to watch that a fucking lot. That and Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> my my housemates used to watch Undateables. Undateable. Uh, no. They they got way too into it. They were just like, oh man. Then like the problem was they were like laughing at the people, and I went, you can't do this. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was just like ha ha ha. He's like, uh, I was like, no no no, you can't do that. I feel really bad. I feel terrible. We used to watch what's that show where basically. A couple are getting married, hmm. but they let the guy organise the entire wedding, and the... Don't tell the bride. Yeah, don't tell the bride. <laughs> we used to watch that a lot, because we used to be like, oh my god, why is he doing this? This is awful. Your student life makes you do some weird shit. Yeah. Like, we used to have, like, that fucking slingshot, we used to, like, fire water balloons, like, high as we could in the air with the slingshot. <laughs> so, yeah, we did some weird shit. They were watching, watching repo people and firing slingshots. That is basically your yeah, life. Yeah, we were pretty, pretty like, antisocial. <laughs> but anyway... Anyhow, yeah, I was about to say, so we... Today was the the extended episode of uh, for the review, basically. It's not less of, like, your conventional mm. podcast episode. We just... We, 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 we just go into a normal episode. We can do. Yeah, man, what well. do we have left to talk about uh, is the problem... <laughs> uh, exactly. So, do you know what we spin the wheel? So, what we can probably do is say that's that's it for the review. Yeah. So, thanks for tuning in. Uh, yeah, as I said, we just wanted to we wanted to talk about my hero and and get our thoughts out on the movie because mm-hmm. we thought while it's still new, it'd be a good opportunity. Uh, and obviously, we got sidetracked because we just do that sometimes. But you know, that's what happens when you don't prepare. But thank you all for listening. Have a great day. Go out and see this film if you can. Ooh, go see Parasite. I saw that. That was really good. Yeah, all go see Parasite. Either way. Either way, you're watching an Oscar-winning worthy film. You're probably better off watching Parasite. You're absolutely better off watching Parasite. Thank you and good day. Wait, wait, wait. Let's put Twitter. Oh, fuck, yeah. We keep forgetting to do this. Okay. Um, do, you, do you want to do this? So, Amrik is in charge of the Twitter account. Don't say good... that. <laughs> so, so one any, us, any one liability... One of the Twitter. <laughs> you have to guess which one it is. <laughs> you have to guess which one it is. Uh, so, you can follow us on Twitter. It's the at train of amb pod. Yeah. Uh, we, we tweet a lot of shit, and it's funny. And some of it's funny. A lot of it's poorly spelled with like grammatical <laughs> errors. But that's okay. Just blame it on autocorrect. Uh, you can also email us if you want us to talk about some certain things, or if you wanna you want us to answer your questions. I don't know why you'd want to do that. Even if you want to tell us to shut up. And that is train of ambivalence pod. <laughs> gmail.com Amrik what is the email <laughs> I don't actually know what the email is but I just know the Twitter <laughs> the, so the email is train of ambivalence pod yeah uh, whereas the Twitter is train of ampod yeah we should probably probably emphasize the amb 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 yeah. train of amb pod <laughs> uh, you can also follow me at twitter uh, Fuzz 16 and on instagram at Zane Follett. and I don't have twitter and, uh, but you basically do because you're the twitter account holder <laughs> I know when I'm <laughs> I may be. (laughs)
Anyway, see ya. And on that note, thank you and good night. Bye.